Hello viewers, my name is Jordan Golson and this is the Ford Maverick, which might be the most exciting new car or truck on the market today. This is the smallest truck that Ford makes and sales for it are off the charts. Just people cannot get enough of this baby truck. This is the XL version. This is the base trim and you can get it out the door, theoretically, for under $21,000, which is a steal for any car. You'd think that if you bought a car for $21,000 these days, that it would be stripped down to nothing and it wouldn't have anything interesting. This has got air conditioning and, okay, so it doesn't have cruise control, but you don't need cruise control, that's fine. It's got, you know, a big touch screen right here in the middle. It's like six inches but, or eight inches, but it's big enough. And it's got CarPlay and Android Auto. It is wired, not wireless, but that's okay. It's got all the stuff you need. And then it's got a bed in the back so you can load it full of things, big back seat, lots of cup holders, and the killer for this car is the hybrid motor. It's front wheel drive only, but 42 miles to the gallon, which would be impressive in any car, never mind a truck. This might be the best fuel economy truck on the market, except for the electric ones, Rivian, Ford F-150 Lightning, all that. This guy is fantastic for a first-time vehicle buyer. It's great. For sedan owners who want more room, it's great. For crossover and SUV owners who want a bed to throw stuff in when they go to Home Depot or whatever, it's great. I cannot say enough good things about this vehicle. I, I love it. And even in the stripped-down trim, there's most cars I would never buy the base model and nobody buys the base model, right? But with this one, with the XL, aside from cruise control, which I think might be a speckable option, this is all you need. It's got climate control, okay. It's got windshield wipers, headlights. It's got CarPlay, which is all anyone really wants these days, right? And it's got all this storage. It's super cleverly designed in here. You've got tons of storage down here. You've got a place to put your phone. you got a little, like, thing to run your um, phone cable underneath. You got more storage. You got storage in here. I love storage. I love cup holders. So let's get into what makes this car so special. Truck. Sorry. Except for the people who are going to be like, it's not a truck because it's unibody. Okay, whatever. It's the same platform as the uh, Ford Escape and the Ford Bronco Sport, which means it's proven. It works great. It rides like a car, which means it's really nice in here, even though it's a truck. And you know, it's fantastic. So exterior, I think it looks really good. They're not doing anything crazy here. Um, it just looks like a truck. And then there's front seats, back seats. Back seat's actually pretty spacious in here. Um, and so is the front. It feels very open. It feels much bigger than it actually is. It's It, it feels like the Ranger, which is a, actually a, a considerably bigger truck. Um, and then you've got the bed. And the bed's not the biggest thing in the world, but it's more than enough to haul what most F-150 owners haul, if we're honest. What, you gonna put some plants back there? 
concrete, you're going to go to the, you know, Costco, I don't know, all that stuff, but it'll all fit and it works great and it's got plenty of payload and all that. Anyone buying this truck, all of those stats, towing, payload, all that stuff, it's going to be fine. And if you need more, you're going to know you need more and you're going to buy a bigger truck. So that's fine. This is aimed at like Nissan Altima owners who have a sedan and haven't moved up to a crossover yet. But why would you want a crossover when you can get this thing? You Nissan Murano over there? No, I'll just buy this. 42 miles per gallon. That's the estimate. City, highway, it's all, it's all right around there. Um, the hybrid engine is fine. It's not the fastest thing in the world, but you don't need it to be super fast. If I put my foot down, it goes. If I hit the brakes, it recharges the battery. Fantastic. That's, that's you know... It, I don't want to use the term basic motoring because that implies that it's, you know, doesn't have features or whatever. But in terms of getting you from point A to point B, which is what most people want from their vehicle, this does a great job at it because it's got a hybrid motor and a 42 miles per gallon, the whole thing. Like, it's fast enough to merge onto the highway. It's fast enough to pass, you know, that 50 to 70 mile an hour thing. So all that's fine. In the bed, there's some really neat stuff, and actually, they've really gone into the whole, like, maker thing with this. They want people to be able to 3D print. They want people to be able to uh, build their own stuff. So you can buy, like, a bike rack from Ford. You can go and give them, you know, $300, whatever it is, to buy a bike rack that goes in the trunk. Or they've given the instructions, and they put these online. You can actually scan a QR code in the back to get the instructions of what you need to buy at a hardware store couple pieces of wood, couple of brackets, screw, you know, the typical stuff that you buy at a hardware store. And it tells you how to screw it all together to make a bike rack and put it in the back. So you can spend $40 on some hardware, put it all together, and then you've got a place to mount, put your mountain bikes. What car company is designing things so that they don't have to sell you accessories so you can build your own. That's really cool, and I really like that about the Maverick, and there's a bunch of stuff in here like that. Um, so that's in the bed. There's also, they've put a 12-volt lead in the in the back under a little plastic cover so that if you want to plug in, um, you know, devices like an air compressor, for example, they actually recommend, oh, this air compressor fits in this hole in the side of the bed. So you can go and install this thing and go to Harbor Freight or whatever it is and do it. And you don't have to tear into or drill holes to get the wiring. It's all right there. So that's cool, too. Like, they're thinking ahead for what people are going to do to customize it, which not everyone's going to do that, obviously. But plenty of people are, and they've made it easy for them. And so then we come to the inside, which is my favorite part. And there's so much cleverness in here. Some of this stuff is straight out of the Ford parts bin. This steering wheel, that's not exciting. Um, but you do have uh, automatic high beams, which is pretty cool. I like that feature. For 20 grand, you got automatic high beams. That's great. Um, on the dash here, uh, not very exciting, but you've got a speedometer, which is fine. Um, on the left, where you would have a tachometer if you had the um, EcoBoost engine, the regular uh, internal combustion engine, you have this weird hybridometer. Um, which you can, if I press down on the gas, it sort of goes up and it says, oh, you're using 25-ish percent of power, whatever that means. Um, and then if I brake, uh, it'll actually go into the green to show that I'm charging the battery. 
There's no actual meter that tells me how much energy the battery has, but you don't plug it in, so who cares? And then you've got a little screen that shows the three things that I always want to see. Outside temperature, it's 57 degrees here in Vegas in December, so uh, it's rainy. Las Vegas is, okay, fine. Um, distance to empty, 465 miles from this tiny little thing. And I think it's got like a 13 gallon fuel tank, something like that. That is a long way to drive. So that's pretty cool. Um, unfortunately, you do not get digital speed on that display, but I can click down one and it'll show it to me. And uh, there's a bunch of different ways to, to set this up. So, um, you know, I do have temperature and I do have digital speed and that's good. I would like to have the distance to empty in there. It's probably in there somewhere, I don't know. So uh, that's how this works. That's all very basic. On the steering wheel, you do have a couple controls. Uh, you know, answer the phone, hang up the phone. If you're talking on the phone, who does that? Uh, you get a button to activate Siri, uh, you know, whatever voice assistant you're using, if you've got Google Assistant, whatever. Um, volume, up, volume up and down, uh, tracks faster or slower, fine. Uh, and then you've got controls over here to change the little screen on the dash. Pretty simple, steering wheel, it, it's fine. Like, it's not, it's not exciting, it's a steering wheel. So then you get over to the middle where things get way more interesting. Up here, you got a big bin. And then here to the right of the screen, you got another bin. And like, okay, that's cool. You got places to put stuff. Then you got the screen. I'm plugged in for CarPlay right now. We got Google Maps up. So, you know, yeah, the, the Ford, this is the older Ford, I think Sync 3 system is what it's called. And it's fine. So I can go tap here, scroll over, go to Ford. And then you're in here and it's got CarPlay and audio and satellite and, you know, whatever other stuff you want. It does have a built-in uh, Wi-Fi hotspot and LTE connectivity. So if you want to use it as your mobile office, you can do that. Um, or you just, you know, get everything off your phone. And then you got controls. You do have a, a physical volume knob. So props to Ford for doing that. Um, and then some other buttons. You got a mute button. That's kind of cool if you got to turn off the music real quick. Whatever. Um, down below... So remember, this is the base model, $21,000. This is stripped down, no options. This is as base as it gets. Um, you got a couple events. That's exciting. Uh, you got a fan knob. So let's see. So if I turn this on, I can hit auto, and I can set the temp, set it to 70. You get automatic climate control for $21,000. That's cool. You can set the temperature, and uh, you know I'm sure the heat and stuff works really well. And you do get a physical temperature knob. So you got a physical volume knob, physical temperature knob. Good stuff. Thanks, Ford. Um, they're building their Ford trucks uh, the right way, at least until the lightning comes out and then you don't have the physical knob anymore. One thing you do get, which is kind of hysterical, is manual adjusting mirrors. So if I want to adjust the mirror here, I got to push it down and then just give a little, give a little push. Okay. So if you change vehicles with people a lot and you, you know, need to change the direction of the side mirrors, that's a little annoying, I guess. But you can spec up and you can get that. So continuing the way down, we got a USB-C port, USB-A port, big store, huge, honestly, storage bin down here. You got a little phone thing, and this is clever because there's a little place to route a wire through so that your phone can sit right in there and still be plugged in. That's cool. I like that. Two cup holders. You got the Prindle right here and PRND. So you can spin it and then you press down for, for low. Um, I assume that's for like, I don't 
don't know, driving in snow or something. Electronic parking brake. You got this button, which changes the drive modes, traction control, and an auto hold button. Hey, that's cool. Um, I wonder if you have to press it every time. I don't know. Um, and then you got this like little change sort of bin here, which if you have a small cup, you could also put stuff in. Then you've got this big bin. Back here, you put even more stuff. And then you've got this thing, which this is a pretty big little thing too. And there's like sanitary wipes, or not sanitary, uh, sanitizing wipes in there. So you got a ton of room there. And then on the back of this, in this trim, you have a 12 volt power adapter, which is what all my cameras are plugged into. And then there's what they are calling the Ford integrated tether system, I think, FITS, I believe is what it's called. Um, and how that works is basically it's a little place to 3D print things to be useful in your car. And they actually sell a whole pack of things um, that includes like a trash can, uh, more cup holders, a place like a cord wrap so you can wrap your phone, charging cord, whatever. And then you can 3D print to your heart's content. Um, which is pretty cool. So, you know, 3D printing is getting more and more common. A lot of kids have them in school. This is a cool way. If this was the first vehicle you bought for your uh, son or daughter as a teenager, and they went to a school that had a 3D print class, they could 3D print stuff for their car in class. How cool is that? And then if they invent something really neat, they could just go and sell it or, you know, give it away. Up top, sunglasses and some lights. Over here, Power windows, power locks, that's cool. And then on the doors, there's a ton of cup holders. And I've actually got a huge one liter bottle of Aquafina, and it fits perfectly into the door. And like you shove it in there, and now it's not gonna move. It's not gonna roll around, it's not gonna rattle, it's not gonna do anything. It's just gonna sit there until you're ready to uh, get hydrated. And then I got another one in front and you can actually lie it down and uh, there's room behind as well. There's tons of room in the doors. I don't know how they have put so much room in the doors. And I hope that this door design, and I know it sounds silly to be talking about the door design, but it actually is really good. And there's this weird sort of handle thing that's like a half handle. And I originally thought, oh, that's gonna be you know weird. I don't like that, whatever. Um, you know, if you like putting your phone in the door handle, that's not gonna work here. But it creates room, and it doesn't even matter that it's not a full handle here, right? And then, it, but it makes room for that water bottle. The back doors are the same way, and you have a total of I think it's uh, 16 cup holders in the cab if you add the one with the uh, the 3D print one. So there's 14, and then you can add two more if you fold down. Um, the little center armrest in the back, you get two more cup holders in that. So you get 14, and then if you fold that down, that's that's a car that seats four people. Four, 14 cup holders. Is that necessary? No, it's not. But more cup holders is always better, and I love having extra storage. And if these door designs or something similar don't come to the next generation F-150 and Super Duty and all that stuff, I'll be shocked because this is such a clever thing. And you got these little like geometric designs on the doors. They look kind of neat. Like the, the whole thing is nice. These cloth seats are lovely. And it's $21,000. You got all this room, big front seats. It drives like a car. The back seats are plenty roomy. Like I wouldn't mind riding back there. And then you got this huge rear bed. 
The only stuff you get if you spec up to XLT or Lariat, which are the two trims. So this starts at $21,000, and the top-tier Lariat's about $38. So you got a lot, of, a lot of space in there. The price almost doubles. And you get leather, and you get nicer, like, touch points and stuff, and you get, you know, dual-zone climate control and adaptive cruise, which is nice, but you can actually get that on the XLT trim. So that's sort of the sweet spot on this, as always, is the, the middle one. But you could buy this and be perfectly happy. And as long as you don't mind not having cruise control, which I guess it's annoying, but like we used to not have cruise control. But other than that, this is everything you need. This truck's perfect. And I don't usually say that. Like, I don't know what to complain about. The manual mirror? No? No sunroof? You can get one if you want to pay for it, but you don't have to. This is all you need. $21,000. This is the car to buy. Used to be my recommendation on a car was the Toyota Corolla Hybrid. Because you buy that, 52 miles per gallon, it was about twenty-four grand. This is less money. Not quite as good fuel economy, I'll, I'll admit that. But this is so much more practical than a Corolla. It's just as good on the inside. It's comfortable as CarPlay, like all that stuff, backseat, all that. And a bed. And so it looks cooler too. And this is actually a really cool car. This is so hot. The hybrid version they sold out of in November for all of 2022. They have sold reservations for every single Maverick hybrid they're going to be able to build in 2022. This is the most people are excited about this. This is the most interesting new car because people are buying it who never thought they would own a truck. And okay, it's windy today. It's a little loud in here. So what? I don't. Nobody cares. And the engine's really quiet too because it's a hybrid, right? This is perfect. Like if my mom wanted to buy a car, she said, "What to get? Ford Maverick." Got a friend of mine's girlfriend. She's looking at a car. She's replacing a, actually an Altima or something like that. And I said, "Get a Ford Maverick." Just you know, anyone who's asking what car, uh, you know, friend of mine's looking at something for his son. He's 16 for his first car, Ford Maverick. They were like, oh, should I get the Ranger? I'm like, no, just get the Maverick. That's all, that's all he needs. And get the hybrid so it's slower and so he doesn't get himself into so much trouble and can spend less on gas. Ford Maverick. That's my review. This is like the easiest thing ever because all I can do is say nice things about it. The only other vehicle recently that I've been this effusive and praiseworthy of is the Rivian R1T. And that didn't have a physical volume knob and you have to adjust the vents by pressing digital buttons on the screen. And that's super annoying. This one, you don't have to do that. So in some ways, this is better than a Rivian R1T electric truck that costs $80,000. So this channel's called Two Guys in Traffic. It's just one guy today, but I'd love it if you could like and subscribe. It really helps and helps with the algorithm and all that stuff. Comment down below and tell me what you liked, what you didn't like, what do you want me to show, all that stuff. And uh, if you can also go subscribe to my free car reviews newsletter, I'm gonna put a link to that in the description. That would be awesome too. Other than that, thank you so much for watching. Really appreciate it. Have a great day. Drive safely. Other than that, thank you so much for watching. I really appreciate it. I can't thank you enough. Have a great day. Drive safely.